welcome back to the Go For Two podcast. This is our week 17 preview. I am Liam, your host, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Patrick. Patrick, mate, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Looking forward to uh, arguably one of the best weekends. I think next weekend is a bit dead sometimes because most of the teams aren't bothered playing, but I think this weekend is maybe the best weekend of the whole whole season, I think. Yeah, week 18, usually maybe you get like two or three games, but this week's particularly pivotal isn't it yeah there's a lot of good games as well uh, and no Thursday night football which surprised me I kind of forgot that they do that uh, so we've got a hell of a lot of games uh, on Sunday to talk about loads at nine o'clock which is nice normally we get the three but I think we've got five or six games at nine o'clock so uh, that's good but let's quickly review week 16 first because we didn't have a chance to do a review podcast this week so uh, in terms of scores and the doors mate wasn't the uh, best week for you again eight six to me <laughs> Impossible. Uh, <laughs> a couple of teams let you down, the Mighty Giants, but that you were happy with that anyway because of your uh, Eagles fandom. Uh, the Saints let you down, but that was basically the Ian Book let you down, and then everything else we were were, were pretty much the same on. But in terms of uh, impressive wins, I had four wins that, that I've written down that I want to get your views on. Uh, so I'll start off with the Rams beating the Vikings. I know that the Vikings aren't a great team, but I think the Rams are on a four-game winning streak, and, and maybe we're not talking about them as much as we were in the middle of the season. So. What were your thoughts on how the Rams played and uh, how they managed to win the game when Stafford didn't look great again? You know, Stafford was, I mean, yeah, kind of looking back now over the, like, the stat lines and remembering the games, it feels a while ago now, doesn't it? But Sony Michel was kind of, obviously Cup was, he did his thing but over 100 yeah. yards, but Sony Michel, mate, was like over 130 yards. If not for that running game, I don't think that they would have ground that game out because Stafford was not good again, was he? A couple of weeks in a row, isn't it, that he's not been great. And I did read, actually, that in the last four weeks, Sonny Michel's got more yards than Jonathan Taylor. So <laughs> wow. that's, that's how impressive Sonny Michel's been. With um, Henderson's been out, hasn't he, for two of the games. And he got injured again in this game, I think. Uh, but yeah, he was pretty good. I think the defence was good again. Uh, and I think Cup is their main guy on offense, but I do like how they're using Odell Beckham in the red zone as well. I think that's a nice little weapon for them to have when everyone seems to be doubling cup down in the red zone. Yeah, definitely. It's, yeah, really nice route, wasn't he, running the end zone. Yeah. I've uh, got everyone going a little bit, but yeah. you still worried about Stafford, I assume, with how bad he's kind of finishing the season? You'd want your QBs to start ramping up towards the playoffs, wouldn't you? You wouldn't want him to start getting worse. Of, I feel like other teams, I think, well, the NFC is a real mixed bag, isn't it? Because if you look at the actual standings as they are, you've got like one and two Packers Cowboys are looking pretty good at the moment, but Rams and Buccaneers are looking a little bit shaky, but they're sitting, probably both are going to have a home game, aren't they, in the first round of the playoffs? So, yeah, yeah, it's a strange one, the NFC at the moment. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of uh, teams as well that start the season poorly that are now playing better like your Eagles, for example, as well. So I do think that's going to be an interesting end to the season with, with two games to go. Uh, next impressive win that I'd written down there. Uh, this one's an obvious one. Bills beating the Pats. Uh, I actually think, there's not sure about what you think, but I think the scoreline actually flatters New England. I think the Bills were even better than what the scoreline indicates. I know Harris had a big day, a uh, huge day on the ground, but jo- Josh Allen was really good. I think he had, he touched the ball on like 90% of plays. They hardly handed off to the running backs and uh, I thought he was really, really good. So, what did you think of that that kind of win after everyone was panicking when the Pats beat them uh, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, I like what you said, actually. I completely agree with you. The scoreline did flatter New England, didn't it? 
I feel like it's just about you always kind of when you look at the season in like week 14 and you think you can see what's going to happen. Obviously, everyone was so high on the Pats, weren't they? And they're still obviously a good team, but I just think that Bills are rounding nicely as the best team in the AFC East. They're top of the division now, aren't they? Yeah, top of the division with, I believe they've got a couple of two kind games left as well. Yeah, they've got the Falcons and the Jets. You'd imagine (laughs) that they'd just round that out now, wouldn't you, and close that division. They're dangerous. They're probably going to be the third or fourth seed. Yeah, I know, yeah. They're going to have, obviously, at least one home game, aren't they, basically, depending on how the results go. They'll get the first home game and then... Uh, a second, depending on who wins in, in the other matchups. So I, I agree with you. I think they're very dangerous. They got a QB that you don't want to play, uh, and a QB I don't think you want to play in your place as well. Like on the road with their lack of run game, I don't think they're as they're as bad. But if they come into your place, whether you're I don't know Chiefs or uh, Titans or whoever, I think Josh Allen's a very dangerous person in the playoffs to go against. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just looking at the how it stands right now, I feel like. The most likely scenario is um, Pats at Bills again. <laughs> because obviously the fourth seed at the moment, are they? I'd expect them to take over the Bengals just with the Bengals playing the Chiefs this week. So, mm, very interesting. Could be round three. I would not want to face Bill Belichick three no, times. No, exactly, yeah. I, I would not want to do that defensively. I still think Josh Allen would do well, but yeah. Uh, another QB there, Matt Jones, to be honest, who hasn't been great in the last three weeks at all, has he? So I think they'll want to try and get him going again because... The offense has really slowed down the last probably four games since that snowstorm, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean it's just rookie QB, isn't he? I mean he's had a solid season. It's just he's not going to be able to carry you all the way, is he? You got to. I don't know everything. I know the ground game is still working, but you're going to need more than that in this in the modern NFL playoffs, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. And he'll probably still win Rookie of the Year as well. Um, I, I think he's still heavily favourite. Uh, two more games and one we'll just end on quickly. Uh, this one, though, Bengals against the Ravens. The Ravens had one fit corner uh, that went off injured during the game. Uh, so they played a lot of kind of uh, practice squad guys. They had one s- safety that never played an NFL snap that played the whole game for them. Uh, but Joe Burrow gets 525 yards. Absolutely impressive win by the Bengals. But is this kind of just a sign that the injuries have finally just killed the Ravens rather than an impressive Bengals win? Or do you think it's a little bit of both? Well, no, you have to go a bit of both. Don't you? you still have to go out there and kind of do the business. But yeah, you feel for the Ravens just with the amount of injuries that they have. And the fact that they're starting Josh Johnson in like week 16. <laughs> I mean, he's had, a, he's had a real journeyman's career. I think he's like been on about 15 rosters. Yeah, he's played in four different types of football. Yeah, XFL, NFL, CFL, and the AFL, I think. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts, isn't it? But the ground game for the Ravens didn't work at all. They didn't really lean on it too much. I think they had like 11 carries between Freeman and Murray. So when you Josh Johnson's throwing the ball 40 times, and he was absolutely fine, but you, yeah, it's yeah. not a recipe to win, is it? So, But yeah, you can't take anything away from the Bengals. Over 500 yards for the first time since it was... I think Big Ben I saw was the last guy to go over 500 yards. Yeah, I think that was in the playoffs, wasn't it, last year when they were down they were down that massive score to Cleveland and then Big Ben just threw the ball like 52 times. <laughs> I think that I think that was the last time. But yeah, um, impressive. He's the youngest person, I think, to ever get the 500-yard mark as well, which is which is pretty cool. But yeah, Bengals' offense looks good. Defense didn't have to do much, did it, just because of the Ravens. But yeah, 
Uh, hopefully the Ravens get some players back. But I don't know if you saw the video of Lamar at practice when he was limping around that they decided to put out on social media and then the day after he didn't practice. So I'm not sure we're going to see Lamar this week, but at least Tyler Huntley will probably play so we don't have to see Johnson play again, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame about Lamar. It's not gonna. It's not looking good, is it, for the Ravens at all. Tyler Huntley's going to have to step up big time this week. Yeah, see if they can get Lamar back next week or in the playoffs if they get there. I think that's going to be their own, only way, isn't it? And the last impressive win, that kind of doesn't matter really in terms of their playoff picture because they're, they're out of it, but uh, the Texans beat the Chargers. Uh, and they beat the Chargers pretty well as well. And uh, Davis Mills was really, really good. Uh, Rex Burkhead was really impressive in the run game. Uh, I know that because I had him on my fantasy bench and I lost by 20-odd points and he was on my bench. So he, I would have won if I'd played him, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, pretty big win. Chargers doing chargery things again, which is a bit of a shame with a brand new coaching staff. But uh, it seems to be the same old story when it comes down to the end of the year, struggling to beat these sort of teams. Yeah, it does. And I was thinking about this in as the game happened, because it never looked in doubt either, did it? Because Houston led all the way. Yeah. But remember a few weeks ago, we was talking about how much that the Chiefs and Chargers games mattered, and a few analysts were saying, well, it doesn't really matter if the Chargers lose this game or whatever, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> now they're the ninth seed, so it did <laughs> kind of matter, you know, because you yeah. can never predict what's going to happen, can you? Obviously, the cliche of any given Sunday, but last week was the proof of that. And now the Chargers sit in ninth spot, basically on the outside looking in now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's quickly actually run through the let's run through the playoff picture then before we we, we preview the games and talk about the spreads. Uh, we we'll go NFC first. So uh, the Packers are currently the one seed. They've also clinched a, a playoff spot. The Cowboys are the two seed at the moment. They've already clinched their playoff spot. Uh, Rams are the three seed. They've clinched their playoff spot at the moment. Uh, the Bucks are the fourth seed, also in the playoffs. Uh, Cards have now clinched as well. Uh, so they're the fifth seed as we stand. And then the sixth seed at the moment in the NFC is the 49ers, eight and seven. The Eagles, the seventh seed, eight and seven as well. Uh, then in the bubble, on the bubble, we have just outside, we have the Vikings at seven and eight, Falcons at seven and eight, and the Saints at seven and eight. So your Eagles, mate, still standing in there strong, which is good. Big win. Yeah, win and we're in. Basically, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, that is, yeah. It's always nice when it's in your own hands, isn't it? Uh, then the AFC, the Chiefs, the current one seed, their playoff spot is clinched. Uh, I think they're the only team that actually in the AFC. Yeah, they're the only team that have clinched. So second seed at the moment is the Titans. The third seed at the moment is the Bengals. Fourth is the Bills. Fifth is the Colts. Uh, sixth is the Pats. Dolphins up to seven after that win against uh, the Saints, which is pretty good after seven wins in a row. Uh, Chargers, like you said, they're the eighth seed. Uh, joint with the Raiders at the moment, and then the Ravens are down there at the 10th seed. So, uh, Chargers, Raiders, and Ravens all 8 and 7, uh, and the Dolphins in the 7th seed are 8 and 7. So, both conferences are pretty tight, which is why this week is going to be going to be very, very important. So, let's move over to week 17 then. Uh, no Thursday night football, so we can go straight into the 6 o'clock games. First game on the slate, there's some big spreads here as well, by the way. Uh, Bucks at Jets. Uh, Tom Brady against the team that he... Uh, I didn't know. Do you know the story about his ex-wife that named their first son with the initials Jet after they got divorced? No. Because, yeah, his first his first wife, uh, they got divorced while she... Well, split up while she was pregnant. So when the baby was born, his initials, his son, his oldest son, is J-E-T for Jet because he was at play for the Patriots and that was when the Jets were good. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good little fact for you there. His son's oh initials. Are, I, mean, I, don't, I don't really think he'll be... Uh, <laughs> Care about that, will he? The, the Jets have gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't work out as she uh, 
It's your plan. But Bucks are 13 point favourites. I think it was 14, but down to 13 now. What are your thoughts on this one? It's another big spread, but the Bucks have got a lot of injuries on offence. Yeah, they got a lot of injuries. They got the job done, didn't they, against Carolina last week with whatever happened there with the mixed quarterback and it's a mess in it in Carolina. But anyway, yeah, I mean, Antonio Brown was awesome, wasn't he, last week? And uh, Cyril Grayson stepped up because like we all anticipated. <laughs> what a name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. I would expect, I'm going to go the Bucks to cover this. I think the ground game was kind of working last week. Keyshawn Vaughan came in. Every time he touched the ball, he seemed to get a first down. So, no, no. I like the Jets. I mean, beat the Jags last week, didn't they? That's nice for them to get there, but I just can't see anything other than a pretty big Buccaneers win, so I'll go the Bucks. Yeah, nice win last week, definitely, for the Jets. Uh, although the Jags did seem like they deliberately tried to lose it at the end with that spike and then that fourth fourth downplay because that was just absolutely terrible. But uh, Zach Wilson was much better in the first half, at least. So I'm going to go Bucks as well. I think they'll win by two touchdowns. And I know there's a lot of weapons out, but um, the offensive line is pretty healthy. And I think when Tom Brady's got this offensive line, he's got time to throw. And their run game is always very, very good when the uh, offensive line's intact. So... I'm going to go Bucks minus 13 as well. Uh, I read a stat yesterday. Tom Brady's had more double-figure spreads against the Jets than any other player <laughs> QB has had against any team. And it just made me laugh. I was like, yeah, that's the Jets for you. They hate Tom- <laughs> years and years of Tom Brady just killing them with big spreads. But i got a feeling it'll probably be the same. Uh, next game, smaller spread then. I was slightly surprised this spread was this big. Uh, Giants at Bears. Bears minus six. I know they're at home, but for me, these are two bad teams. So to give anyone six points, there's another game later that I feel the same way about. Um, what are your thoughts when you saw six? Do you think that was about right because of how bad the Giants have been? Or is this just a QB issue, really, for the Giants? I'm sure it has to just be that, doesn't it? Because they keep rolling out. This Are they going back to Glennon this week? Well, potentially. He said in practice he was going to decide who looks best. <laughs> so oh, I'm just... God, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't know what he's going to do. But my guess would be Glennon, because if Jake Fromm practices like he played last week, I don't think he can look better than, than anyone. No, absolutely not. He has to just The spread just has to be based, basically, on that, doesn't it? But great win for the Bears last week. That was... Yeah, yeah shame. to be honest with you, it's a shame it was not Fields' win, was it? Supposed to like Nick Foles, someone to get tricked into getting a contract on Foles again later on in his career. But yeah, I'm not sure about this. It, if Fields is not going to be there, tough one. This I don't like the spread at all. I'm gonna go off oh, Jacob from scares me. But you know what? I'm gonna go Giants minus six just because I'm not sure on the Bears winning by pretty much a touchdown. Yeah, that'll be my issue as well. Um, what should I do? It's hard to know with the QB issue. Of Dalton's injured as well. Fields got an injury, and then Foles plays one game, wins. Then he gets a statue, as he always does. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who he's, who who's going to play. Uh, so I'll go. I'll go Giants as well. I think. I think we're both going to regret that, but I'm going to go Giants as well. Um, I saw. I don't know if you saw it, but there's a sad interview with uh, Saquon Barkley. Talking about how frustrated he's been this season with his performance and stuff. And he looked really like a broken man. I think that just sucks. And I know there's a whole running back issue for people that follow the NFL, like paying them, don't pay them. I know this is kind of why, but it does suck to see a player that was that talented get injured injured twice because his position is the most injured in sport. 
And then, unfortunately, he's not the same player. Um, it was a really bad interview, actually, where he just looked genuinely gutted. And uh, I heard a podcast in the weeks, and when you watch him run now, you, you can't tell if it's Booker or Barkley. And that just shows you a lot, doesn't it, about how bad Barkley's kind of declined? Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? Because who cares, really? I mean, as a just a fan of football, it doesn't mean anything to me that the Giants took a running back at number two. He's just a really exciting player. So it's sad to, that the game has kind of lost that player, hasn't it? Because it's all... I mean, it's incredibly rare that you ever bounce back from looking like this to next season being back to normal Saquon that we expect. So, yeah, it's sad, isn't it? Yeah, it'd be nice if we could get a uh, 50, 60-yard rushing day and a touchdown or something to beat the Bears. That'd be quite cool. Even if he doesn't look the same as before, it'd be nice if he could have a, a relatively good day. But we'll see if the O-line can, can hold up. Uh, next game, then. We've got two in a row here, huge spreads. So, Jags at Pats. Uh, this feels like, I, think, I believe if the Patriots win this, they're in the playoffs, um, confirmed. Their playoff spot will be clinched, uh, regardless of what the Bills do. So the spread here is Pats minus 16 and a half, which is absolutely massive. But uh, Daryl Bevel has not showed the ability to be a good coach uh, since Mon Myers being departed there. I mean, is this the biggest spread of the season? I can't remember many. Uh, no, I, I can't. This might be the biggest spread, which is quite weird after how the Patriots played. Last week, isn't it? To get that sort of level of respect. I'm just yeah, going back back now and I got we got 15 and a half. We got a 16. Yeah, I don't think it ever got to 17. No, I can't remember seeing a 17 point spread. I mean, this is this just madness, isn't it? I don't feel like the, the Pats are playing well enough at the moment to warrant that. But the Jags are just so bad, aren't they? Going back to what you said last week, though. Those two plays at the goal line. This, why are you spiking it for a start on Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. And there was about 18 seconds left. And yeah, typically yeah. A, a pass play is like six to eight seconds max, yeah. typically. And obviously, as long as you don't get sacked, you can throw it away and you won't waste the, the down. Do you know what I mean? Uh, just yeah. throw like a, a goal line fade to someone. But yeah, for some reason, they couldn't get anything called and he spiked it. I think that was probably Trevor Lawrence's fault, if I, if I had to guess. Yeah, most likely, to be honest, for, oh, I don't know. I couldn't imagine any NFL coach screaming to, to call a spike there when <laughs> when you've got to score a touchdown. But, well, yeah. I don't know, you, you, don't, you, get, you don't get two wins, do you? And, and what did they have last year? One win, did they? So it's, uh, man, yeah. what a sad existence they are, aren't they? They shouldn't even be allowed to play this week. <laughs> it should be bad. <laughs> Yeah, they should just be moved to London, ready. Just no more games this season. Get the get the London fans ready. Get the new, <laughs> new players from uh, the London Warriors, whatever they're called. Get them moved over and we'll just play in London from now on. Because Jacksonville doesn't want to see these guys play, I don't think. No, but I'm going to go Jags. <laughs> <laughs> just, just Too many points, isn't it? Just because it's fun and it's a lot of points. And I'm sure they'll get beat by 35 points, but... I'd say it is a lot of points. <laughs> uh, I'll go Pats just because Bill Bill Belichick can uh, can do something crazy. But Trevor Lawrence should be able to cover the spread. He is talent wise far better than the guys going against, and arguably the weapons are very similar. Do you know what I mean, like it's not like the Patriots are blessed with two elite wide receivers and a tight end. Like I know their O line's way better, but uh, I said the Jags have got weapons that are just as good, if not better. So. He should be able to cover the spread, but yeah, I just can't trust the Jags and not do some crazy, like, stupid turnover with 18 seconds to go that makes them lose by 20 or something. I just think yeah. they've been That's... going in for a few head coaches this week. Have you seen that? A few requests have been 
Yeah, yeah, they didn't request uh, Eric Benemy, which I was surprised about as a, as a Chiefs fan. But yeah, they're interviewing uh, Doug Peterson today, I believe. Yeah. Uh, who was the other names? Uh, Byron Leftwich was on the list, wasn't yeah, he? Todd Bowles as well, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah, they did two, a DC and an OC from, from two teams. I can't remember who the other team was, but they did both. Um, but yeah, interesting. Uh, Doug Peterson's got a lot of uh, positive. Apparently Jim Caldwell as well. Oh yeah, yeah Caldwell, yeah, definitely. Yes. He hasn't been requested officially yet, but obviously he's not in a job. So whether that's just because of the holidays or, or whatever, I'm not sure. But uh, rumours are they're going to interview him as well. And I think Byron Leftwich used to play for Jacksonville as well. So he's the yeah, favourite. He yeah. He's the favourite, but I think Doug Peterson makes loads of sense there. Um, I wouldn't want to see it because I want to see Peterson come back to the Chiefs as OC. But uh, the rumours are that um, he's second or third favourite for the Jags. So be interesting. be nice to see Doug back in the league. Super Bowl yeah, champion. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next game then, another big spread. Falcons at Bills. Um, Bills favoured by 14 and a half. Ooh. Yeah, and basically this season, the Bills have either won, sorry, either lost or won by double digits in every game. They have not won a game by less than 12, and a half, 12 points. So that when they win, they battle teams. So that probably indicates you to think that they'll battle the Falcons because they probably shouldn't lose. But still... Uh, I didn't do it with the Jags, but I'm going to do it with the Falcons. I got to go Falcons plus 14 and a half personally because I know they're not great, but they've got an experienced QB. They can run the ball relatively well, a lot better than Jacksonville can. And they've got a couple of players on defense that can do some things. <laughs> so I'm going to go plus 14 and a half and, and kind of hope they get it. But what, no, what about I'm, I'm going to go with you on that one. Also, this is still an important game for the Falcons. They still can, you know, make the wild card spot, the NFC. Yeah, they have to win that both games probably, don't they? Well, the last one is the Saints, isn't it? So if both win this week, that's kind of a de facto knockout game if it's possible for still one of them to get in there. So, yeah, interesting. I've got to go Falcons. It's a big spread, isn't it? But, yeah, kind of like Buffalo moving forward. Yeah, me too. I think the Bills have to win both games to win the division. So now we're going to be trying very hard against... I think they got the, they haven't got the Dolphins last week. Who did you say they had? The yes. Jets. Yeah. yeah, so they're going to have to try and win both games, but logically they probably should. But yeah, I think the Falcons, if their offense is good, they got a chance to keep up and, and cause us some trouble in the second half. Because we have seen every f- three or four weeks, haven't we, a Josh Allen game where he's not quite right and uh, he's not quite as accurate. And, and if he's not as accurate and he, and he turns the ball over once or twice, then that can open the door, can't it? Especially if you've got 14 and a half points on your side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like what you're saying, when he's touching the ball on like 90% of the... Yeah. Plays that it ends up with him being the last guy to touch the ball. Well, it's what's going to happen there. So, if he has an off day, so that's the worry for the Bills going yeah, into playoffs, isn't it? Yeah, these are the sort of games where I'd be trying to get the run game going a little bit, do you know what I mean, with other guys just to try and get a bit of confidence, get a scheme you like, get some plays that you think you can call upon in the playoffs. Because I don't want to rush Josh Allen and get him smashed because he's got injured twice now. I know, obviously, not seriously, but he had a walking boot after one game, then he had a wrist strap on his left hand after another. Uh, and that's because he's running the ball and getting absolutely smashed by linebackers, basically. So I do think they need to try, and in, in these games, try and uh, get the other guys going. But we'll see. Uh, next game, then. Very important game, especially in your household. Uh, Eagles at Washington football team. Eagles are favoured by three and a half uh, on the road. What do you think about that line when you saw it? Because... Uh, about four weeks ago, I read yesterday, when you, you bet on this game, the Washington football team were favoured by two. And things have gone that badly for them that now the Eagles are favoured by three and a half. So what was your thoughts when you saw that line? Was that a little bit high for you, for a road team? Mm, no, or were they, I, were they I, that bad? I can see where they're coming from after getting 56 dropped on them last week. 
so I can say I understand that spread, but this game just frightens the hell out of me now. I mean, I've been scared for the last three or four weeks, and because it's three or four years, it, just five division games at the end of the season. So, but basically, win this one, and it's highly unlikely that the Eagles would not make it. So. Oh, I don't know. As far as the spread, I, I can see this being a real tight game. I, surely Washington are kind of going to bounce back. Where's that loss. defense? God. Oh, it was a, just an absolute disaster. I just don't think that the Eagles are as high powered, obviously, as the Cowboys, especially in the passing game. But yeah, I'm going to go Eagles on the spread. And if I'm wrong on this, it means I'm going to be very upset on both counts. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right. You can win by a field goal. You could be wrong on this. Yeah, I can still win <laughs> by a field goal. But I don't know. This game scares me. So I just who's who's the kicker? Jake Elliott for winning. Is that easy to the kicker? Yeah, winning field goal with time expiring. You'd take that, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd be very happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they win this, is there any way that they then can't get in the playoffs? And I know they got the Cowboys last game. Uh, I assume does it mean does it depend on if the Vikings and the Saints both win this week? Yeah, they can they can clinch this week, but it feels unlikely that if they get to nine and seven this week, that they would be out of there because they've got a winning conference record as well. So they've got a better conference record than the teams below them. So yeah, seems unlikely. Yeah, because I think it's the Vikings, Falcons, and Saints, isn't it? They could all actually lose this week as well, which means. That's an official clinch, isn't it? Then yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'd be able to rest people last week of the season. That is something that you wouldn't have thought you'd been saying after three weeks of the season. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a bit well, and then rest people because the next week we'd probably have a rematch against the Cowboys. Oh God! If I have to watch an Eagles Cowboys game with you, I don't know how <laughs> you won't be talking all night. You'd just be sat there watching. Uh... Panicking every time. Sitting nicely in silence. Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, cool, let's move on to the next game. Another big game in terms of playoffs because the Raiders are still in with a chance here. So Raiders at Colts. Colts are favoured at home by seven. Uh, this line's been all over the place. It was seven. Then it went down to one when the Carson Wentz news happened. And then when the NFL decided they don't care about COVID anymore, which is <laughs> a unique take, they uh, it went the line went back up all the way to seven. So seven points. Carson Wentz will probably play. Um, Jonathan Taylor obviously will play so he's kind of more important to that but the Raiders mate still a chance at the playoffs but they probably definitely need to win this game yeah I mean they got to win this game haven't they it was uh, a great win for them boxing day against the Broncos it was a bit of a slug low scoring slugfest wasn't it but still got the job done and kind of knocked the was talking the week before weren't we oh, that was kind of a, like a knockout game and the feel like the Raiders are moving on. At least they've got something to play for after the Gruden debacle all season. So I can't see anything other than a Colts win. Now a Colts cover. I'm not sure I'm going to go Raiders. Yeah, I was thinking Raiders as well, but I might go different to you just to mix it up. But what, what, what are you thinking Raiders? You think that the Colts will still be able to win, but with the QB issues they have that maybe they can't quite put their foot down on someone? Yeah, I think I think just that's it, really. I mean, they're not, apart from the Texans game, they're not huge kind of winners, are they? Although they beat the pass by 10, didn't they? But, by the way, impressive win Christmas Day against the Cardinals, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Do what the Colts are looking. I mean, it's a, as it stands right now, it's Bills, Colts, 
in the first round. And if I'm an AFC team, I'm really pleased with that because one of those teams have got to go. Yeah, completely agree. And I think uh, due to their um, tiebreakers, if the Raiders do win, they got a big chance of getting in the playoffs because they have tiebreakers over the Ravens and the Chargers. So they get into a position then with one more win and, and a, one more conference win that they can really cause some trouble in the playoffs. I think Miami as well uh, have got a tie over them, which is the issue. But um, yeah, they could hope that Miami would lose a game and, and they could be in. So yeah, it's important. Colts probably can't win the division now, but I think they need a win to try and definitely get into the playoffs. So it's going to be a fun game, I think. I think I know the Raiders don't normally play. And it's either a great game for the Raiders, isn't it, or a terrible game? That seems to be the only way they play. But I think we could see a Cowboys-esque sort of performance. Maybe not as many passing yards, but I still think we could see some some points in this game. But I'll go Colts minus seven, and maybe Jonathan Taylor breaks off a big run at the end of the game to to win it, and uh, everyone starts panicking about MVP being a running back again. <laughs> nice. uh, I mean, Colts still outside chance of the division, isn't there? It's just the Dolphins win this week, and then I don't think they can, can they? Just because of the Tiebreaker. They, yeah, if if Colts win both and Tennessee lose both. Oh uh, yeah, 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 true. And the Titans haven't got. I don't know who their second game is. Let's have a quick it's look. At, it's at Houston, which. Oh yeah, that's the game that we said that they probably should uh, should win. But you never know. Davis Mills, the old neck. He's, yeah, he's, he's playing well. He's now the neck. Mike Glennon's lost his privilege <laughs> to be the neck now. That's game over. So it's Davis Mills. Yeah, true. Yeah, they probably do need a. Uh, a win here to, to keep the hopes alive. So we'll see. Should be a fun game. Uh, next game, then, we have the team we just spoke about Dolphins at Titans. Titans favoured by three and a half. Uh, I think this spread's about right, actually. It's an interesting spread. I mean, it makes it hard to bet because of the hook. Uh, but Titans looks relatively good in the second half against the 49ers. Uh, AJ Brown looks really, really good. But then, unfortunately, yesterday he missed practice again uh, with a separate injury. I, I can't remember what the injury was, but. Uh, he missed it the whole of practice yesterday, didn't even try and go. Julio Jones also struggling with another injury, which seems to be one of the worst trades ever for the Titans. And I know they didn't give up loads, but that move has not has not worked out. Derek Henry's still still off, obviously. So what are your thoughts on this one? AJ Brown injury makes it very different for me. If he was fully healthy, I'd be 100% sure on the Titans, but the Dolphins are, are playing well, especially on defence. Yeah, AJ Brown's amazing, wasn't he, against the 49ers. So if he's out again, I mean, Tennessee... They can't need this, can they, for the playoffs? Whether, I mean, if Henry comes back, he's not going to be fully ready, is he? He's not going to be 100% Derrick Henry. So, yeah, mate, I don't know. The Dolphins, they feel like they just cannot be stopped. Yeah, I know I know. Vrabel doesn't think like this as well, outwardly, or come across. But I do wonder if there are a couple of injuries, whether they won't risk A.J. Brown for this week. And they say, look, we've got the Texans next week. We should beat the Texans. Let's get A.J. Brown fully healthy next week and we'll just beat the Texans then we're in do you know what I mean to just get in the playoffs sort of thing um, yeah and beating the Texans they get the second seed as well yeah so that yeah I kind of I do see what you're saying there but you just he's not going to think like that is he? he's going to think I want to get this tied up right now because he's thinking you never know if the Chiefs lose at the Bengals yeah. Then all of a sudden, you know, we're back on for the one seed. So, yeah, it, it, as unlikely as that feels. But Well, I believe if the Bengals beat the Chiefs, the Bengals could be the one seed as well. So the Titans, if they want a shot at that, they uh, they do need to win this week. Um, and it's a calf injury, by the way, for AJ Brown. Didn't practice Thursday and was limited on Wednesday. So it's going to be touch and go, that is. So I, I'm going to go Dolphins plus three and a half. I think the Titans could still win the game. 
But I think if they do, it'll be ugly. And uh, I could see either team winning by a field goal. So I'll take the three and a half and go Dolphins. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to do the same as well. It just, just kind of looking now, if the Dolphins lose this game, they, they may not fall in the rankings because the teams below them have all got tough games and the Ravens, Chargers and Raiders. So. Steelers, yeah. mate. <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> I honestly have a sneaky, funny feeling about the Steelers. I will talk about them later, but I am firmly confident they're going to win against the Browns because it's just this the Steelers thing to do. And if the results go their way, they could be the eighth seed by the end of the day, I think. <laughs> so maybe even the seventh. I'm not sure how on tiebreakers, but uh, that tie is going to kill them, isn't it? Or win them something, like we said ages ago. It's going to be the thing that gets them in the playoffs or makes them miss out on the playoffs by like one loss, potentially. Yeah, it is. But yeah, that is very much the, uh, <laughs> the Steelers. Uh, next game then. Uh, we have Rams at Ravens, like we said earlier. Uh, Lamar Jackson did practice. The video looked horrible. And then the day after, he didn't practice at all. So things aren't looking great there. So the line is now Rams minus four and a half. It's kind of been up and down a little bit with, with the Lamar news, but it's back to four and a half now. Uh, Tyler Huntley off the COVID list, so he will play. So he's going to play. That's going to be good. Their center's off the COVID list as well. They've given their right tackle or backup right tackle, whatever he is, a, a contract extension today. So... Things are, I guess, a little bit more positive aside from the Lamar news, but I'm not sure I can look past the Rams here. No, I kind of want the Ravens to win. Uh, I just think they've done so well this season with all these injuries. It'd be nice to see them get rewarded. And even if they get beat in the playoffs, it'd be nice to see if them just they could hang on or maybe get to, to Week 18. But uh, I think the Rams are probably going to win this. I'm going to probably go Rams minus four and a half, I think. Yeah, I'm going to join you on that. And just it's an unfortunate skid that the Ravens are on, isn't it? Lost four in a row. Not worst one, possible yeah. timing, isn't it? Yeah, worst possible timing. And fully healthy roster, they're kind of one of the favourites in the AFC, aren't they? But it's just not worked out this season. Feels like a could be looked at as a lost season in a week's time. Because, I mean, they've got the... Obviously, we've never got the Rams this week. They've only got Steelers the week after the week eight tonight. And so it's no gimme, is it? So If the Steelers get in these playoffs, mate, then, oh, my God. This is big, be- Ben. King Ben. It is, although no one wants to see a rematch of that game from last week, do they? My God. No, it'd probably be Titans, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, Chiefs, yeah. Titan, Titans, yeah. Chiefs. It's basically Titans, Chiefs or Bengals versus the Steelers, which I just think that that could be the worst playoff game of the week if it, if it does happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Ravens still a chance. I believe the Ravens don't have to win this game depending on results, to actually get into the playoffs because they could still win the division. However, if they win this game, they are right on track then if the Bengals lose to, to try and go into the last week of the season and win the division. So it's a very important game. The Rams, I think, can clinch the division with a win here, depending on the other result and the other game. So, yeah, it's a pretty good game. Uh, I just wish Lamar was playing, but I think Tyler Huntley gives them a much better chance than Johnson did. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I'd, I'd love the Ravens to win this game just just because I love kind of I love other, other playoff races and implications. But I just like Baltimore, I love Lamar, so it's just unfortunate how it's gone. But yeah. they're gonna they're gonna blitz the hell out of Stafford with how he's played. They're gonna blitz the hell out of him. Yeah, they really are, yeah. So and this is the division, isn't it? Win this for the Rams. They've got the division hooked up, so 
Yeah, the uh, we'll talk about the fraud later, but the fraud of Kingsbury uh, couldn't quite get it done for the division, unfortunately. Uh, last game at 6 p.m. slate that I cannot believe has not been flexed to Sunday Night Football. We have to watch Big Kirk in Sunday Night Football. Uh, we've got Chiefs at Bengals. Chiefs are favoured by five points on the road. Uh, I was surprised it wasn't more. I thought I thought it might be six and a half, seven this game, uh, just because I know the bookies have lost seven weeks in a row now on the Chiefs. So I just thought they might put the line a little bit too high to make people stop betting the Chiefs because uh, they're getting absolutely killed at the moment. Uh, the bookies are in America on the Chiefs. I think it was 91% of the money on Kansas City to beat the Steelers last week, and obviously they, they did. So uh, a lot of people made a lot of money last week uh, on the Chiefs. What are your thoughts on this game? Obviously, Bengals... Um, up and down season offensively, they scored like 18, 15, 14, 17. Um, but then they played the Ravens twice and scored 40 odd points. So I'm not quite sure which team's the real Bengals. I think it's in between. I don't think they're as bad as the games where they struggle. I think that's normally on the play caller. Uh, but I think last week is a little bit of a kind of uh, a false score just because of how bad the Ravens would be up. So, what are your thoughts on the Bengals as a neutral? Um, well, as far as this goes. I can't see anything other than a Chiefs win, just given how the Chiefs are playing at the moment, rounding out into perfect timing, aren't they? Especially on defence as well, and the offence is kind of coming back to what everyone expects. But, yeah, I really don't know what to think of the Bengals. It'd be, it, it looks, I mean, we spoke, didn't we, about three, four weeks ago, our hope that they will make the playoffs so we can see kind of Burrow in the playoffs for the first time. It looks likely, doesn't it? they're going to get to the playoffs. Yeah, it does. Really, oh, at Cleveland the last week, but kind of feel like they can get in with no wins, which is a bonus for them, <laughs> but they probably just need to beat the Browns, which obviously is not, nothing to give them, is it? But no, yeah. if, they, if they beat the Browns, the lowest seed they can be is the four seed. And if they lose both, the highest seed they can be is the seven seed. So, yeah, yeah they... That Cleveland-Bengals game is a high chance if the Steelers don't win this week, is going to be for the division. Um, so they don't necessarily need to beat the Chiefs, but if they do, like I said, there is a chance. If the Chiefs lose to the Broncos and the Titans lose to the Texans, then the Bengals could end up with a one seed. So this is still a massive game for them. And uh, I think they yeah, probably... Because, they probably... of course, they can get the one seed, sorry. And they also, they're not closed in the playoffs. They can also not make the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, depending on other results. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting game, but I'm going Chiefs to cover. I just feel like they're just, like I said, rounding in perfect timing. So, yeah, yeah. great test. Great, great test for Burrow. And, uh, and T Higgins, by the way, has been absolutely incredible. He's not getting a lot of limelight, is he? Because obviously Chase has got a lot of the stuff because he gets a lot of the bombs, but Higgins has been incredible this last month. So, yeah. One pick after Clyde over to Lair, unfortunately. <laughs> So, uh, who made the right choice there? It was not the Chiefs, unfortunately. But I'm going to go to the Chiefs as well. Uh, I do think the Bengals will score points. I think it's not going to be another Chiefs win. I think they're, they're holding teams in the last seven weeks to 12 points per game on average. Uh, that's not going to happen this week. It's the, there's no way the Bengals don't score 20-plus points. Uh, but I do really think they're going to struggle. They are the second-worst team in the NFL at, uh, guarding against tight ends in terms of receiving yards and yards per play. So... I think Travis Kelsey is probably going to have a nice day, which is never good. And if you stop everything to stop Travis Kelsey, then you know Tyree Kills is going to have a nice day on the other side. So I do think it's going to come down to the Chiefs scoring more points. Um, I think the Bengals will score some. I love Joe Burrow as well, so we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how much Spags blitzes him. I think Joe Burrow is the best 
or second best actually in the league this year when he's been blitzed. He's really clever when he beats blitz. He, he doesn't panic at all and he gets the ball out pretty well. Uh, so I do wonder if the Chiefs decide to blitz less because obviously against Big Ben they were just blitzing him non-stop last week. Yeah, they were. It was sad to see us, uh, <laughs> his career coming. He's yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about the Steelers later. But yeah, yeah it's it's not great watching, was it, for anyone <laughs> no. other than Chiefs fans? <laughs> yeah, so for me, I quite enjoyed it. But or maybe yeah. any other AFC North. Uh, fans were, so. Yeah, I know a lot of Browns fans were uh, buzzing watching that game because they needed the Steelers and the Ravens to lose last week to stay in, so they, they, they were buzzing. Uh, that's the 6pm slate, some really good games. Let's go on to the 9 o'clock slate. Uh, probably start with the worst game. Well, actually, it's not probably. Uh, there's two games you can call the worst game, but we'll go Lions at Seahawks. This is the game I referred to earlier that I was slightly surprised that two bad teams involved can have such a high spread. Uh, but Seahawks are favoured at home by seven points. Uh, Dan Campbell's Lions are the fourth best team in the NFL against the spread all season. So I'm going to take the Lions straight off the bat. Lions plus seven. Uh, oh, I was five. just about to say I'm having the Lions there. <laughs> the Seahawks don't look right. But I think the, the, the only talking point from this game is, do you see what Russell Wilson said? Well, I saw that uh, he said it won't be his last year in the NFL. Um, yeah, he said and he hopes sp- it won't be his last game in Seattle, didn't he? Yeah, but he said, I definitely know he's not going to be my last game in the NFL. I, that feels slightly revealing. Do you not think that yeah. we're going to have a summer of Russell Wilson again? So we'll see what happens there. But and Aaron Rodgers probably if they don't. Oh, not Aaron Rodgers again. <laughs> That's going to be the way. And it doesn't matter anyway because Russ is going to be in uh, Philadelphia and it's going to be a lovely three or two first round picks plus Jay and Hurts going back the other way to Seattle. This is written in the stars, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd do it, but we'll see. I, I wouldn't do it for three firsts, maybe one first this year, one first a year after, and then Jalen Hurts. But yeah, there's a lot of rumours they could be asking for three or four first round picks. But no, thank you. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that one. But in terms of this game, uh, Jared Goff might play, which will, which would be a benefit for them. Uh, I don't want to see another game of Boyle if I have to. But um, yeah, Dan Campbell, the team fights really, really hard for him. I know it's like an ironic thing at the start of the season, but it's just true. You can tell they love him. They love the team. They love playing for each other. A lot of the guys are on one-year contracts as well, and they're still having this kind of level of buy-in. So, uh, I just think if the Seahawks are right offensively, it's a blowout. But the Seahawks haven't been right offensively all season, so I think the Lions is probably the clever play, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Interesting what the Lions do in. They can add some more talent, not just through the draft. They can get some free agency talent. They could be a not a dangerous team next season, but a good spoiled team that might be able to get up to six, seven wins because it simply is the talent level, isn't it? Because they've yeah, all it's... bought in. So if you can buy in with better talent, that should equate to quite a few more wins. Yeah, I agree. Especially if um, the, the defence is the thing that's grown a lot. They've got a lot better for the season. So I mean, if they've got a good defence, then that's going to help them, isn't it? Because he does seem that sort of coach. I know he comes from an offensive background from the Saints, but uh, I do think if they're a good defensive team, then he's going to kind of enjoy that and, and they're going to coach around it then on offence. So we'll see. But yeah, it's... it's it's quite promising. Not promising as much for my... Uh, I have the Texans and Lions both to have less than four, five wins. And uh, they just keep winning against these good teams, which is annoying. So <laughs> I'm kind of hoping the Lions lose, but covered by uh, covered by seven. But we'll see. Uh, next game, then, that's not great. Panthers at Saints. Saints are favoured by six and a half. Saints have to win to keep any playoff hopes alive. Uh, Taysom Hill is off the COVID list. So that's a benefit that we don't have to see 
Ian Book again. No offence to Ian Book, but uh, much Dame quarterbacks are not known for winning in the NFL, and he didn't help that at all this week. Um, what are your thoughts on this game? Six and a half is quite a lot, but uh, obviously the coaching advantage is firmly with the Saints in this one. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's... They all seem to smash the Panthers as well, but obviously yeah, this, this year... Off the bat, I'll go... Uh, Saints and the points, but I just I find Carolina quite fascinating at the moment. And I, I do honestly think that Matt Rule is on the cusp of losing his job. Do you not have the same? Yeah. Thing? I think he's making a mess of the quarterback situation. I completely agree. And he did that weird Jay Z comment, didn't he? That it took Jay Z seven years to be successful when uh, he had the world's highest selling record in his first year, and everyone's just like, "What are you on about, Matt Rule? Like, what a strange thing to." To bring up, it was like crazy they brought it up. And we mentioned before, didn't we? I know we were talking about trades, but we talked about David Tepper, very aggressive owner, comes from an aggressive background, very rich, very successful. I don't think he's going to want this kind of a losing is different, but they're almost getting laughed at, aren't they, with these court this quarterback situation? So I agree with you. I think he could be gone. Um, I think he's a very aggressive owner that could just say, right, I'll bite the bullet, take the what they gave him a seven year deal, didn't they? I get, I'll take the five year payoff and. You can leave and I'll find someone better. I honestly didn't think that could happen. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's going to go into what they're going to do in the summer with, can they get someone to buy into Sam Darnold for another year or what they're going to do there. So, yeah, it's an interesting scenario in Carolina. They've really just petered out, haven't they? After a, I mean, it seems a long time ago, mate, when we was they were like 3-0. Three and zero, leading the NFL on all defensive statistics. But um, yeah, they've played some bad quarterbacks, and then since then, their quarterbacks have turned into the worst in the league. So yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll go Saints minus six and a half. I think Donald playing actually helps the Panthers. I think he's better than Cam. He's better than PJ. So, uh, but it wouldn't shock me in the second quarter if PJ comes in for a snap, and then Cam comes in for a snap. So without knowing what the hell the rule's going to do, then. Uh, and I said, what, two weeks ago, that he's now got his childhood friend calling plays, which is just a recipe for disaster. So uh, I'm going to go Saints as well. Uh, they have got by far the superior coaching staff that I think is going to lead to a to a win here. And still, Avon Kamara is still good enough, isn't he, to rack up 150 scrimmage yards and two touchdowns on his own, I think. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, let's move on to the games that mean a little bit more then. So Broncos at Chargers. Broncos pretty much done for the season, but the Chargers need a win to to get back on track. And like you said, they are out of the playoff picture at the moment. Um, they're favoured by six and a half points at home. Uh, tough with Fanjo teams, but I don't know what to pick here because Fanjo does do well. But I think I'm going to go Chargers minus six and a half just because of Herbert and the offence. And I think my brain thinks that maybe they can't have two weeks like that in a row. They're pretty poor on offence or defence, I guess. Um, and the Broncos not having Teddy, probably going to be Drew Locke. So I think I'm going to go Chargers minus six and a half, but they really need to win this game. Yeah, they do. I'm going to join you on that, but yeah, mate, the Chargers. I just can't believe that they've got in, got themselves into this situation. Just a couple of terrible losses. I mean, the Texans one is awful, but that Broncos one, the end of November was a real yeah, bad loss as well. That was bad. Yeah, their offense was really bad that day as well. Yeah, it was. So it's. Yeah, it's petering out a little bit for them. I would still kind of like them to make the playoffs over the Dolphins, I think, just as like a neutral, just for the kind of names. It'd be quite fun for the two of Herbert. Um, I know there's not still really a debate, but uh, obviously people slag off the Dolphins fans, get slagged off a lot, don't they, for the whole pick of 
Tua over Herbert. But if Tua gets into the playoffs at seven seed and Herbert's at eight, even though that's not really because of the quarterbacks, it'd be quite fun to see all the Dolphins fans get the receipts out and uh, talk about Tua making the playoffs after nine straight wins. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Chargers need to win. They're currently eight, uh, eighth seed in, in the AFC. They're eight and seven. Dolphins are also eight and seven. So uh, if the Dolphins don't win this week, the Chargers have got a chance. Chargers could actually go as high as the fifth seed, I believe, um, depending on results this week. And they could go as low as the 11th seed. So that is the uh, AFC in a nutshell at the moment. But yeah, they'll, they'll want to win this game. The Broncos kind of not fighting for anything except for probably Fangio's job. Um, and whilst we're on that topic, what are your thoughts on him? I know the defence is always good, but... They've never been able to fix the quarterback position, which isn't directly Fangio's fault, but um, the offense with Sherman is never great. So do you think Fangio will stick around? Um, I know my view as a Chiefs fan, I wouldn't want them to do this because I think this is the right thing to do. I would keep Fangio and then go find a better offensive coordinator and then go all in on a veteran quarterback. I'd go new OC, new quarterback. Um, but I've got a sneaky feeling they could fire Fangio and just start again. Yeah, I would keep him and you just need to go and find someone that's kind of not just a middle of the road gatekeeper sort of thing don't you so yeah i'd like to see him keep his job yeah their defense is always always really good um next game then another big spread so we've got texans at 49ers this is a big game because uh if the 49ers win out they could still not even make the playoffs because of some of their tiebreakers with other people but so they definitely need to win they can't afford to, to slip up here so 49ers are favored by 13 at home uh, just under the two touchdowns, which I think I like, but Davis Mills has been pretty good at covering spreads. Yeah, he has. I mean, he's he has not disgraced himself at all, has he? You know, in all his starts. No, he hasn't. He's got quite a nice deep throw as well, which is something that they haven't had uh, with Tyrod earlier in the season. So I do think that makes a bit of a difference. But um, yeah, the run game helps when they got the run game going. It kind of eases the pressure on him, does it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Texans to cover this. I think Burkhead's having a nice little season, isn't he? I think he could only kind of be on a roster of one of these kind of teams. But it's nice to see he's had quite a long career, hasn't he? But yeah, Davis Mills, really interesting project, actually. He's probably definitely not been the worst <laughs> as a starting quarterback. So he's not in a great situation like, no. uh, like the rest of them. So... No, interesting, but so I'm going to go Texans to cover this. I'd expect the four. I mean, can the Texans kind of ruin another playoff implication because they did last week the Chargers, didn't they? Enjoying the spoiler role at the minute. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to go Texans as well, but I do think the 49ers could win, but yeah, I think covering would be hard. I know Jimmy G's got that thumb injury. Apparently he's going to try and play, and if he doesn't, obviously you've got Trey Lance, who has not played a lot of snaps in any level of football, let alone the NFL. So that's kind of why I think the Texans could just he could just cover the 13, even if they lose by like six or nine points or something like that. But yeah, I'll go Texans. And in terms of uh, Davis Mills, I do think there's a chance if they don't trade Deshaun Watson for someone else with a quarterback like Philadelphia for Hertz or Tua from the Dolphins, I think there's a chance for one year they could go with Davis Mills. Maybe they'll draft a quarterback in the second round and make them compete, but I do think he'll be given a shot unless there's a big trade that comes back with a quarterback as well. Uh, I think they they might give him a shot to play next year. No, no, I agree with you. Yeah, I don't think that there's anyone kind of high enough standout. You mean you don't know what's happening in the scouting circles, but I definitely see him as the starter next year. Uh, last game then of this slate, so we've got Cardinals at Cowboys, probably the best game in the, the late window. 
Uh, Cowboys are favoured by six points, which is a lot. I know they're the home team, but um, this is basically because of the offensive downfall of the Cardinals the last few weeks, uh, with D-Hop being out. And I know Hudson's back this week, but he's been out. So, yeah, Cowboys favoured by six. What were your thoughts when you saw this spread? Don't surprise me at all with the way that the Cardinals' season is going at the moment. I think they're probably the team that you'd in the NFC that you'd like to see in the playoffs just because how decimated they've been and Kingsbury doesn't seem to be able to know how to finish a season does he anyway so much to your delight <laughs> so now I'd be interested if the Cardinals do bounce back because I think they could be a dangerous team but just the way that they're playing now I don't know it's... they're pretty much locked into that fifth seed aren't they as well yeah basically they are yeah I think yeah, I think they, they no, I don't think the 49ers can take them over either. No, I don't think they can. So, so they're, so they're going to face one of three one of three teams, basically, which will be theoretically the easiest matchup, but I don't think any of them. I think they're all very similar teams. So I think the Cardinals, either way, are going to be in a similar position. So they don't necessarily need to win this week, but I think they need to win it to try and turn the title over, don't they? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You'd like to see them get at least one win before the season comes out to have some faith. I mean, that maybe that's against the Seahawks next week, but I can't see anything past the Cowboys winning it. I'm going to go Cowboys to cover. Yeah, me too. The defence is playing too well. Um, and Micah, Micah Parsons is one of the only sort of players in the NFL that could keep up with a Kyler Murray on, in a scramble drill. So I do think that's going to help. So I'm going to go Cowboys as well. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I think the, the Cardinals really need to win uh, one of their last two games. And this is a pretty big game for them to try and go and do it. So we'll see. Their defence just can't get any pressure at the moment. All they're, all they're doing is having to blitz people over and over again. And uh, most good quarterbacks in the league can pick off a blitz. And uh, Dak Prescott, I think, is one of the best at that. So yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys, Cowboys minus six as well. Uh, that leads us to Sunday night football then and then Monday night football. Uh, Sunday night, I still can't believe this is the game. I know the Vikings can still get in the playoffs, but I still can't believe they haven't flicked something in here. But uh, Vikings at Packers. Packers are favoured at home by seven. Uh, Packers are always favoured at home by seven, pretty much against the Vikings for the last four seasons. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, it's got to just be the Packers um, fan base, isn't it? And the- US and the ratings that that brings that they've not flexed something. I'm as in, I'm in the UK, so I'm quite pleased with that game. There, I think that the Vikings are kind of finished. I mean, maybe I'm saying that as a hopeful Eagles fan because I still believe that they're <laughs> overall probably a better team. But looking at the schedule now that's left, I've kind of rubbing my hands together. So now I'm going to go Green Bay. To, uh, to to win and to cover and looks like Aaron Rodgers is going to be the MVP again somehow yeah I know I very annoying that is I'm, he's one of the he's the only one in the top three I haven't got a bet on so that's not great for me uh, Mr Immunized is going to get himself two boards in a row but yeah uh, in terms of this game though I am going to go Vikings plus seven because uh, I want to keep the Patrick Mahomes MVP dream alive uh, I want to keep the Cowboys one seed dream alive, just to annoy you. Uh, so I'm going to go Vikings plus seven. They could still lose the game. Uh, Packers haven't covered either of the last two weeks. Uh, they've actually let two 14-plus point leads go in the last couple of weeks. I know they won the games, but um, they have let the leads go a little bit. So I'm going to go Vikings plus seven. 
Uh, and it'd be a pretty cool finish of the season for me if the Vikings actually went and win this game. But um, no Adam Thielen for the rest of the year, so I'm not sure how likely that is. But I'll take the seven points and think maybe Kirk and Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson can keep the game relatively close. But we shall see. Uh, if he loses this game, is he still the MVP? Or does that really open it up to an absolute can of worms? Well, I'd like to see it opened up as a can of worms. I've had enough of Aaron Rodgers. We talked about him all summer. Then he got himself in the bloody vaccine picture, didn't he? And we had to talk about him then for a month. Just, he's, st- yeah. he's still talking about COVID all the time, you know, at the moment. Yeah, yeah. there he is. Yeah, I saw him on McAfee's show. He was banging on about it, wasn't he? So, yeah, he is, I don't know, I don't want to be too insulting uh, for non-football reasons, but he is a strange man at times. Because yes, he's, he's very intelligent, at least in a football sense, because he can read defences, he, he knows play calls off the top of his head, um, and he's just known as a very cerebral quarterback, isn't he? But some of his general life takes are just very out there for someone that is as intelligent in his field as he is. But um, yeah, very strange. But yeah, another unvax, Kirk Cousins. This is a battle of the uh, COVID haters <laughs> here, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Monday Night Football then, actually... Not necessarily going to be a great game to watch for a neutral, but the implications are pretty big. We've got Browns at Steelers. Browns are favoured on the road by three and a half. Uh, this is, well, even if they get in the playoffs because of seeding, this is going to be Big Ben's last ever game at Heinz Field, basically. Uh, he almost confirmed it. I think it was yesterday that he kind of confirmed it. Um, this will be his last season. Even if they get in the playoffs, they're going to be on the road. So, uh, yeah, pretty big game. He'll be wanting to win. The fans are going to be going absolutely nuts with the terrible towers. The defence... They'll be going crazy because they obviously seem to love Ben in that locker room. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Because I was surprised the spread was three and a half. I really thought it was going to be two, two and a half, to be honest. Yeah, do you know what? I'm, I'm disappointed that this is Monday night. This would have been a lovely Sunday game in the UK, just with the implications. But the implications could be gone by then. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If, if the Bengals win. Yeah, exactly. If the Bengals beat the Chiefs somehow, and you know what I mean, it's maybe like if the Ravens beat the Rams, you never know. So that that feels like that that would be a shame, but I don't think it's going to work that way. So, oh, mate, it's a tough game. I'm going to go straight off the bat. I'm going to go Pittsburgh to cover. Oh, so so am I. I want to rain it down. I'm all in on this game. Are you go. You go in as well. I mean, they were they, they were terrible last week, but. They were terrible, and I think the defence shocked me. Um, and I don't want to sound biased, but Patrick Mahomes was incredible. And Baker Mayfield is not Patrick Mahomes. So I do think their defence is going to have a lot more success. And obviously TJ Watt was nullified last week, partly just because he has his broken ribs. I'm not sure how much that's going to heal in a week, but there's a higher chance it heals in a week than it doesn't. So uh, then it gets worse, sorry. So I'm going to think that he has a bit of a better day. And... Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go Steelers plus three and a half. Browns could easily win this game on a field goal, but we still win with our cover, don't we? So I think that's kind of the way I see it going. I think I don't think either team blows the other out in this game. Do you? No, no. I'd be, oh, God, I'd be very, very shocked by a blowout. Which team's got the better quarterback? I, I'd, I'd go Baker. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Uh, that might be to annoy Josh, who'll be listening to this episode. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He was terrible the other day against Green Bay. Like, really bad. I know Big Ben was also pretty bad against the Chiefs, but um, yeah. If I said to you we saw five picks total in this game, would you be shocked? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. No five picks. It'd make for an interesting 
watch as a neutral, wouldn't it? Especially with things on the line. Yeah, it does, yeah. Big Ben's a weird one because he's been around the league for so long. I do think he's probably the best quarterback from that class, you know, the Rivers Manning class. But his off-field issues have kind of made it very hard for people to like him. Do you know what I mean? So this was the standard Drew Brees, Eli Manning sort of player. I think the neutral would say, oh, I'd love to see him win one last game at home. Do you know what I mean? Before he retires and have one chance in week 18 to to go to the playoffs. But because of his off-the-field issues, he's a very hard man to like, isn't he? So I'm in a bit of a tricky one because he is a bit of a legend of the game, but uh, he's not a great person. So it's a difficult one to, to know what to, to vouch for sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, I know what you mean. He's going to slide in the Hall of Fame first ballot, though, isn't he? Yeah, I would think so. I saw someone tweet out his list of stats where he's like, youngest QB ever to win a Super Bowl, two times passing leader, two times Super Bowl champion, I think he's got an MVP, hasn't he? Two Super Bowl MVPs, the most 500-yard games, the most six-passing TD games. So, yeah, he's definitely going to get in, especially if Eli gets in. I don't think there's any way you can keep Ben out, is there? No, no, definitely not. He's got to be a... I think he'd just definitely be a first ballot guy. Yeah, but pretty important game for the Browns as well. Browns have to win. If the Browns lose, I think they would be out of the playoffs regardless. Um so yeah, they have to win this game. So yeah, it's, it's a it's a very much uh, and Steelers same position, I guess. I know the Steelers are a bit more tricky. Uh, they got a lot of work to do, but um, if they lose, they're definitely out as well. So it's definitely an, an elimination game. So yeah, I think there'll be a, there'll be a lot more viewers for Monday Night Football than there will be Sunday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, cool. So that's the uh, this week's episode done. Uh, in terms of differences, I've only got three. So I've gone with the Pats minus sixteen and a half, which is looks terrible now. You gone with the Jags plus sixteen and a half. I've gone with the Colts minus seven. You've gone with the Raiders plus seven. Then I've gone with the Super Minnesota Vikings plus seven. You've gone with the Packers and Rogers FC minus seven. So, yeah, only three differences this week, but some good games. Yeah, uh, Hopefully your Eagles win, mate. I know uh, you want that playoff berth, so let's hope it happens. Because the, the, the pick situation for the Eagles has declined rapidly. You're now into three picks around, like, pick 20, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, it's gone into, the, like, the late kind of teens. But, hey, listen... Still take the three picks. <laughs> take the three picks. Take the playoffs with Jalen Hurts. I think you'll yeah. be a happy Eagles fan. Um, we're going to be back next week for our kind of normal schedule. We'll do a review uh, and then we'll do a preview pod and then we'll be getting into some, some playoff action for the weeks after that. So remember to go follow us at Go4Two-Pod. Go follow Patrick at, at MuggsNFL and uh, enjoy the games and we'll speak to you soon. Yeah, I'll speak to you soon, guys. <laughs>